0: Welcome to a new pedestrian podcast venture, a new layer to the pedestrian podcast union, the CFB show, the college football show. Uh, With this mainly a Patreon exclusive show, we're going to pick a subject. We'll get you guys to pick a subject, a position, a coach, a player in this year's draft and dive in on them in our own way. None of that, none of what you hear, is gospel, or even that well-educated. It's just our opinions and some of our favourites, all the best players in the college game and this 2021 draft cycle. The we in this is myself, Stuart Court, and a man who leads the Patrick Graham UK fan club, Mr Ben Husband. How are we, sir?
1: Yeah, I'm not too bad, thanks. It's a fairly good description. I think I've made my <laughs> opinions I'm that human. Perfectly clear for everyone.
0: <laughs> so those who heard our uh, regular programme Giants preview a couple of months ago heard those Dorset tones. How are we feeling now? Obviously you enjoyed that weekend, but then the season ended in a uh, much-talked-about way. Adam, uh, Ben?
1: Yeah, I mean, look, the, if you win six games then you can't kick off too much about about uh, another team throwing a game and, and not well, I'm intentionally losing. Um, so, I mean, it's worked. It's worked out well for for Doug as well. So,
0: yeah,
1: it's well that ends well. But yeah, I mean, I think I'd at the start of the season I'd taken six wins. It was a horrific uh, first year, and and big off season either. Big.
0: Yeah, but that now is now. It's what it's free agency, I guess, but it's also now trash season. Being a Giants fan for you is much more exciting and fun as it is for me as a Seahawks fan, because a top 12 pick and one that really could go anywhere as well.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, picking, uh, picking outside the top 10 is uh, a novelty. So (laughs) it's it's a bit strange to even be looking that far down the draft board. Um, (laughs) But, but yeah, I mean, there's, there is just so many, so many places they could go. I mean, We'll I, we'll get into it a little bit. I wouldn't even be opposed to trading back and and acquiring some more picks. Mm. Um, I mean, Gettleman won't do that. He's more likely to trade up and get a defensive lineman um, than he is to than he is to trade back. Um, but there's there's just so many places they could go. You, I, the the only thing that I would say that we probably won't do is is get an edge rusher at eleven. Aside from that, I think every other position is on on the board, including the quarterback. No, no, don't be daft. (laughs) So uh, we we are recording this a
0: few days before the uh, deadline for underclassmen to declare for the draft, which is juniors, uh, three-year players or red-shirted red guys as well to enter. I think that is Monday. So some of this may be not within a few days, a few hours of this being out. But hey, uh, the 2020 college season, for all its weirdness, postponements, COVID illnesses and, and chat of if even really... Should have happened in the first place. Ended on Monday night in Miami as Alabama absolutely battered Justin Fields and Ohio State winning 52-24. All the chat after it was on the running back Najee Harris. Some of it was on Najee Harris, who is a star. But it's the 12-catch, 215-yard half for Heisman winner DeFonte Smith. Uh, We'll dive more in on him in a few minutes, but Ben... He did that in thirty minutes of college
1: football. He's he's just revolting. The, there's no other. Word. That's that's the only adjective I've got left for him. Um, you know, obviously winning the Heisman the week before and then going to do that. It's it, it was almost not fair. There was one play where there was a um, a linebacker trying to trying to chase him off on a deep ball, and it looked like I was in the secondary. <laughs> it was it was it was the best thing I've ever seen I mean there was a I saw a quote that was going around on Twitter essentially saying that that's why college football's so good because they're all you know four and five star recruits and then you've got one that's going to go on to be a hall of Famer and another that's going to be a banking manager
0: <laughs> yeah that, that's, that's uh, I can't who that was but yeah no it's it's. I think he's number 32 for Ohio State he just looked like he was in treacle and uh, Devontae was playing there at half Um, Speed and Ohio State are a good team Obviously they lost Trey Sermon on the first play Justin Fields is Going to be one of the top Two or three quarterbacks taken But they just had absolutely no response Or defensive scheme To slow or stop uh, Roll Tide's 18-wheeler This week's focus though Is all about that particular team And one position group in particular Goes to the end zone, oh what a catch, Come Devontae on. Smith, touchdown Alabama. Holy cow. a pass out to Ruggs, who's got plenty of daylight, first play of the game. How many times
1: have you seen this? 75 yards. Blitz coming
0: from Vanderbilt. Alone, uh, what a rope he throws and it's a touchdown. Jerry Judy, the other freshman on the other end. Jones to the back corner. Touchdown, Allen Allen. And it's Devontae Smith. <laughs> wow. To the 23. Wow. I don't know how Waddle got away from that whiplash. And now he's coming the other way. Terran Waddle across midfield. He's got a convoy. Waddle, he's gone. Touchdown. The top punt returner in the nation just showed you why. Mac Jones pressure coming from behind the lob to the end zone. Devontae Smith touchdown. Are you kidding me? that is some grace. Just a spectacular football player. And Matt Jones going downtown, here on the first play to Judy, and there he goes. Goodbye, Jerry Judy. 85-yard touchdown. Looks that way, wants to go deep, and one deep, wide open is Ruggs. Henry Ruggs will not be caught. Touchdown Crimson Tide. Jones got it to Devontae Smith. Open field. One man to beat. You can forget about it. Devontae Smith. Touchdown Alabama. Devontae Smith with a cutback. Finds a alley right up the center of the kick coverage group Four. Razorbacks, and he will not be touched. Tagovailoa throws, complete Waddle, in full stride, Jalen Waddle, gone, touchdown Alabama. They fake it to him too with a quick slam, complete Henry runs. here's one of those plays Gary's talking about. You can forget. Fastest guy on the Alabama team. 81 yards. Touchdown.
1: Over the middle to Judy. There he goes. Jerry Judy hits a home run for an Alabama touchdown. Able to beat a man in space. Down the sideline. Jerry Judy, what an effort. Quick slam down.
0: so much fun to listen to to watch all those clips the highlights we had the best team in college football have somehow managed or somehow been able and allowed to produce Ben an insane track team for the past three or four years Jalen Hurts Tua Tango Vailoa and Matt Jones have all quarterbacked it but it's the abilities the game breaking abilities the catch radius of Jerry Judy Henry Ruggs prior to 2020 and then in 2020 Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith took their platform over and it's just unfair after a certain point, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, just having a look at, at Devontae Smith's numbers from this year: 117 receptions, 1,856 yards, at uh, an average of nearly 16 yards a catch. It's just like it's just unfair to <laughs> to anything else. I mean, he could have came out last year. He's probably made the right decision because he he's got the potential now. To, I think he can go anything from from the second pick. Um, he's he's that good. Uh, if the, if the Jets are going to be sticking with with Donald and and they're wanting to put playmakers around him, there's there's an argument that you that you take him at two. I think if he doesn't go at two, then the Dolphins have got to take him at three. So that decision's worked out perfectly for him, really.
0: Yeah, I, I've looked over the last four or five years of receivers. Um, like the rankings pre-draft all the receivers I don't think any of them can match up to Devante over the last well I went back to think 2014 and I think he's the best receiver that's come out And like, as but like yeah he's just he's unbelievable like he started his college career as a freshman catching the national title winning um, touchdown from Tua Ended it with a Heisman and 215 yards and a half uh, catching balls and going all over the Ohio State defense. I mean, is he the best wide receiver to hit the draft
1: in? Well, almost a generation, really, isn't it, Ben? I mean, you watch his tape, and there's just absolutely nothing that he can't do. He looks, he looks the complete receiver. You know, he's got sort of he's good in ball catcher when you're in the red it's uh, he's, he's perfect from from the bits that we've seen there's there's no way there's no way it doesn't translate into a into like a, a first year rookie offensive player of the year it's just got, as long as he goes into the right sort of situation then I I just don't see how how this person isn't or in 12 months time regarded as one of the best in the league
0: yeah he's yeah uh, he's almost quarterback proof I think like it, it would be a shame if he went to a garbage offense and kind of got lost in the next couple of years. But I just don't see how his talent. And he, he isn't just like a one, one trick pony, as you say. Like he can return kicks, he can return punts, he can be lined up in the slot, get him in space on like screens and bubbles and stuff, or just get him to run past the opposing DB. There's like there's not much. Ways Pre- weighs up against like physical press guys like Jalen and maybe Marcus Peters in the zone maybe could possibly bully him. But i like I, I think he's legitimately quarterback proof.
1: Yeah, but because you watch a lot of it and there's so much you know, dependent on that and sort of taking the defense like the ball behind the large scrimmage and, and you know he's quick enough to be and there's sort of off the off the snap he's his route. Route running and and everything looks perfect. So you, even in a relatively conservative offense, that he'd, he'd still be able to put up yards and up catches. Just every, everything about him, really. I, I completely agree that I think he's quarterback proof. Um, and I'd be stunned if he if he doesn't have a massive first season.
0: Yeah. Uh, as for Jalen Waddle, who's the other guy in this 2020 team? He only really played four or five weeks of the season. He and when before he got injured. Um, about halfway through on a punt return he fractured his ankle and a high ankle sprain he was with uh, Jamal Chase Alex, who's sitting out he was the universal number one wide receiver this time 12 months ago I think Waddle was um, after four or five weeks of the season but then he fractured he got injured and he wasn't then again seen until Monday's title game which watching that just seemed really unwise but he is he's someone again he, he only had four four or five games he had 591 yards and 28 catches with four touchdowns. He went at twenty-one point one yards a catch. He's a home run threat, like they all seem to be on the Alabama. He just he he's he's a different player. He's he's kind of like a he's, he, he's like a he could do what Tyreek is doing in um, in KC. But that, that that initial pop of Deshaun Jackson really just does just, um, just pop with uh, Jalen Waddle. Like if he'd have played the full season, then I, I think he would have been. Maybe even ahead of Smith in the Heisman votes, we got he, he was just doing everything with Matt Jones through those for, through those first few weeks. Um, did you watch Mitchell Waddles? So we we kind of tried to split it up, split it up, and you went in on Smith, and I went in on Waddles. Did you manage to see Mitchell Waddle?
1: Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with the the Tyree kill comp. I think I think that's probably what you're looking at. But similarly to Smith, like the the offense that they're that they're rolling out there, it's. They're expected to to have a lot. It's they're not just relied on to take the top off and, you know, and just beat cornerbacks off the off the line of scrimmage off the snap and running touchdowns. It's a lot of a lot of yak and a like you say with with Smith as well, Waddles comfortable on special teams as well. Um, which is it's huge. I mean, you wouldn't want to put either of these if you're drafting them in the first round. I wouldn't you wouldn't really want them um returning kickoffs and punts. But um Obviously, there's not as much tape for, for Waddle from this season, and there is still a question mark of whether he actually um, declares.
0: Yeah,
1: I think the fact that he forced himself to play Chancellor Guanteman says that he's probably gonna win out. Um, yeah. you wonder if he stayed that extra, year, whether we're talking about him as a you know, top three, top four pick, regardless, he's going to be a top pick, isn't it? He? Yeah, he's 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 going to go he's going
0: to go in the top 15 or two. He's, Top fifteen or twenty, I think. Um, but it's just so much it's like, like you said. There's not much on 2020. But if anyone wants to jump on YouTube and watch his watch the video that is up there from his game against Auburn back in 2019, it's just as good as a highlight video as I've ever seen. He's so sudden and smooth, in his hands always. He just he just clings and grabs onto everything. He, he I like Devonte. He's someone who can break a return. It will be interesting to see how that injury lingers because it just it just uh, yeah he he shouldn't have played on Monday but, and it like, as a Seahawk fan we've seen Daryl Taylor he played through a broken leg for four or five weeks obviously Waddle and he played through it for 15 snaps on Monday but it's going to be interesting how that lingers and how his medical stuff uh, checks out at the combine and uh, all the way through but yeah he, he's not uh, a certainty to declare which obviously as I said the deadline may have already passed and this may be old news but I'll be I'll be very surprised with him playing on Monday if he um if he is at Alabama next year. And next year for Alabama, they've got John Mechie coming through because of course they have. Uh Fitz, we said that Devontae Smith is pretty much quarterback proof Ben, The Jets is obviously he's not gonna go number one unless the Jags completely lose their mind. Um the Jets, and then really like, I really don't see him getting past Miami.
1: If they're going with two uh you know, if the players don't go on strike, then then you just you just pick him and and he's good as well because they've obviously been like, so willing to trust him on deep balls as well, and it just gives them a completely different. It just gives them that little it's a bit of security blanket for him. Um, yeah, I I don't think he gets past the yeah. Um particularly you know with the Dolphins having in that first round as well. I think there can be a little pressure on on taking a wide receiver in the first round and you've got another pick and you know for another 32 picks. But I think because they're back in there they can get another impactful player as well, can't they? Yeah, me? I think
0: like it's it is it is in, it is um a risk taking a wide receiver because obviously we've seen the last couple of years we've well like you had uh, AJ Brown, DK uh, Terry McLaurin in 2019 and then, like this year Justin Jefferson was mid first round but then you've got uh, the wide receiver coming out of college seems to be a lot more ready, ready for the ju- the leap in NFL than he did maybe five six years ago. So taking one at four or three is going to be a risk. But as we said, I think if 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 they give two a Devontae Smith, that um, locker room will quieten down quite quickly. Uh, Jalen Waddell is, I mean, he could go top ten. I think that's he's gonna to have to really check out well, well med- medically for that. Um, if I mean if Smith has gone, the Eagles maybe in the top ten, and if not, who, who, where do you see his, his like sweet spot being? As we stand, what thirteen weeks out from the draft?
1: If the Dolphins don't take Smith at three, then you you're looking at a runner that probably aren't going to be taking wide receivers as as well. Um, I I, def- I don't see the Falcons. Picking a wide receiver in the first round, yeah. the Bengals—they need to a lot on their line, so they'd be pretty stupid to do that, in my opinion. Yeah, and then you get to the Eagles, and then I'm I'm praying that the Dolphins take um, Smith, and he doesn't drop to the Eagles at six. Um, I've got to have their eye on someone to be throwing games to to move up three places <laughs> on a board. Um,
0: <laughs> I mean, it would be pretty cool if the two Bama receivers went and played with the two. Well, in Philadelphia, current by my quarterbacks, that'll be a pretty, and it may help winners
1: all around, really, with that happen, wouldn't it? Wentz will be back in by then, don't worry about
0: that. (laughs) But I think after Philadelphia, it's not really clear because obviously Detroit is probably going to be a quarterback. At this stage, it looks like their,
1: Stafford is leaving. Their defence is just so bad, though. I'd, yeah. I'd be inclined to, to probably their defence,
0: though. So. Yeah, Carolina, they've got DJ Moore, Kirk Samuel and uh, Robbie Anderson. Denver have already got Julian cortland stern and KJ Hammer look good. Dallas Cowboys don't really need anything. It's no, please
1: boys. not. Please no and more then, wide receivers for Dallas.
0: And then it's your boys at 11, and then all of the NFC West will be hoping that... I mean, I, I, reading that, I now hope that Jalen Waddle. Is gone by twelve because Jalen Waddle, Debo Samuel, and Brandon Ayuk with Kyle Shanahan. It really doesn't matter what quarterback is failing to get the ball to him. So, I mean, c- could you be a, in in Baby
1: Blue? I think all I've spoken spoke since the end of the season is giving more playmakers. So, go and make a big splash and three top tier guys. Then I think wide receiver is that valuable. Um, at 11 I think any of the top three I think Chase he, he's not going to get there Smith but and Waddle I think all three would be in play I think Waddle's probably the most likely I can see Chase and um and Smith uh I think yeah. you know we with we Carolina I think they're probably I would be looking at quarterback for them at eight mm. if there's still going to be a talent in there that would be where I'd be looking there I don't think Bridgewater's a long-term option is he really
0: um, I, I love teddy but the 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 noises coming out of carolina suggest
1: yeah they're looking to move on it's a nice it's a nice story but at some point you have to put the side don't you um yeah. so yeah i think i think at 11 if if i was to send to try, be more i'd be probably 65 percent that they're going to be taking an offensive player as long as it's not a Going back to four more years of Evan Ingram, I just don't. <laughs> um, it's it's a really nice idea to have, you know, nightmares, and it, I've seen it for. I just don't need to see it again. He's, <laughs> I can almost guarantee he'll be better, but I'm just emotionally scarred, so I'm just not. I'm not ready <laughs> for that yet. So, yeah, that- Wilder's is definitely on the table.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, obviously talked. To- Sort of about two, but they're going to get Mac Jones, Mac Jones drafted earlier than he probably should, as well, Ben. Because, like the season he's had, it's obviously it's a tough style to say this, but I don't see it in Matt Jones, Ben.
1: No, the numbers are ridiculous. Um, PFF put a stat up the other his tight window passing stats compared to Burrows, and it's just like it's chalk and cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, They just Alabama, their scheme players, so wide open. A lot of mocks have got him going in the first round. And I think, I think you're taking a massive risk by by drafting it. I quite like him if you can get him at the back end of the second and you're not sort of relying on him to be a day one starter. Maybe I wouldn't, I wouldn't be looking. I think it's a bit of a reach. Well, I think it's a big reach to go in that first round. Yeah.
0: Also, we're saying that we saw Jordan Love go to the Packers the back end of the first last year. So and there is that extra year option on the first round picks as well. Um also Waddle and uh, Smith, as a picture's done the rounds, it's pretty much the basis for this episode of uh Judy, Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs walking across the field uh uh Alabama with Devontae and Jalen It's 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 just an unbelievable picture, just when you just think, I mean, Judy and Ruggs were top 20, top 25 picks last year. Jerry Judy is already ascending to the upper echelon of root runners in the NFL. Ruggs didn't really ever get going in that Oakland uh, alley, Las Vegas, got there eventually. Las Vegas Raiders uh, team. But it's an incredible group on the photo alone. But it's also when you think historically, Ben, that this is a school which had Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley come out of it in the last 10, 15 years and they were Physical phenoms, and now they've got the four by one hundred. Ben,
1: I'm gonna have to go back to that word again. It just revolted us. If you imagine those <laughs> four, just um, just those four on the measure, measure wide receiver options, and you pretty wouldn't, you? Um, yeah. And um, for them to be in college, it's just grotesque. But as you say, Rugs was probably a little bit disappointing. Um Some things out of his control. Well, you know, neither of them. Judy got close, but neither of them got to a thousand yards. Um I I don't like the quarterback situation in either of them, to be honest. No. Um particularly for Judy. Um, you know, cars cars are middle of the road in my opinion, but Locke is very much bottom of the pile. Yeah. I think um I
0: I think the biggest thing for Jerry Judy is that Cortland Sutton wasn't there. KJ Hamler come on in December, but Cortland Sutton is is the physical mismatch on the other side. So if if Judy can get the one-on-one, so she got never Fant, who looks a pretty decent. He, he, he could be one of the bet, better tight ends in the league next year. So I think Jerry Judy getting near nine catches, not nine hundred yards, um, is a pretty strong output in a pretty turgid offense for most of the season.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, there aren't going to be too many teams. Judy and Sutton, and you know, it's obviously going to open the game up for him. You compare sort of those numbers. With, the likes of, you know, she, Juju Smith when when Antonio Brown goes and, and all the attentions on him as a, you know, as a relative veteran and, and the numbers plummet. Whereas I think Judy's done, you know, he's done a pretty good job. Uh, and you saw a flash in that last game, didn't you? Um, just the just the speed when, when you put the ball in his hand. I thought watching the tape, I thought that was, I, I don't think he was used that way enough in terms of just giving him the ball and letting him do things. Um Drew Locke's just a bit of a gunslinger, isn't he? Where he just wants to chuck 60 yard passes every time he gets yeah. the ball. Um, and I think with all these Alabama guys, from the ball, of do things yeah. and, and be creative with them rather than just use them as sort of receivers and just having them be cornerbacks off the line of scrimmage. And I think you just need to be a bit more creative. Yeah. Uh, so, qu- just a quick
0: projection. Uh, for both of these, uh, Henry Ruggs went 26, four, five, two, and two touchdowns. Jerry Judy went 52, 856 and three touchdowns. Um, the over under on Waddle on Ruggs first. Uh, I, I I think he'll beat that.
1: Yeah, but I, I think Waddle will go. Away. What about Judy? Um don't think Waddle will get more than 856 yards. I think he'll probably be under that.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think
1: he'll... In my opinion. I think he'll find the end zone more than both. Yeah, I, I would expect him to get more than three touchdowns. Yeah. But I'm not right. sure. It, it's difficult to say, isn't it? But he's, he's certainly got the potential to be around that sort of number. But I would I would be looking for more than three touchdowns just because of, of the things he can do. I mean, we're not going to talk. There's no point even comparing what Smith can do to these numbers, because I think he can absolutely obliterate them on all. <laughs> on all.
0: So on that, I, I, I thought you may say that. Uh, so I went ahead. Is the over-under on uh, Devontae Smith, Heisman winner, the best wide receiver to come out of college in years, maybe even since um, Julio back in the day? Uh, Jefferson this year was the offensive, uh, looks like he's going to win offensive rookie of the year. 88. Catches 1400 yards and seven touchdowns. Does Devontae Smith
1: surpass that? Just because of how good he is on contested catches in the red zone, I I can see in a real sort of red zone threat that you just go to all time. 1400 yards is just so many. The whole is gonna have to be built around and uh, getting those numbers. It's just like even trying to work it out on how many, how much that is per game. It's just, it's just absolutely ridiculous when you see it written down at 1400 yards. Yeah. Um, He's going to be close, I think.
0: I, I, I think he will. I, I think a good bet next year would be that Devontae Smith um, leads the league in receiving. Yeah, uh, particularly if he goes to Dolphins and they, the new OC, whoever that is in Miami, maybe it'd be Brian Schottenheimer. Um, <laughs> we'll get uh, two of uh, gunning the ball to uh, him and Gasicki. Uh, uh, but, but yeah, there has been a lot of chat on this Alabama squad. Some of it from Matt Jones. And obviously Alabama follow up a national title with having the best recruiting class in the nation for 2021. As I said, John Metchie is the next on the wide receiver, the top top returning wide receiver on that squad next year. But on the Wilder Alabama thing, Ben, the system is a book which I've read over the last couple of weeks. If anyone hasn't listened to it, I do uh, read it. I do recommend going out and uh, giving it a look over. But my take is that Nick Saban is the best coach coaching the sport at the minute. Um,
1: who, who else would... Uh, you probably look... Andy Reid, Joe George. <laughs> Just sneak that one in there. <laughs> um, if I, listening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it's a good shot, yeah. I mean, who, who would be in the... Who else would you have in the conversation?
0: Well, I think... you. I know they... Um, didn't have a great season but Bill Belichick is going to be oh, yeah. 1A but I, yeah. I just think the Saban has obviously built it up not completely from the ground up but when you read in that book of how he what, it, what he was walking into but it's, it's not just like it's not just wins obviously all the national titles but he, at a certain point in the last couple of years he realised that he literally cannot do everything like hundred percent of the things twenty four seven, three six five. And it's just how he's delegated stuff. Like there's people in doing at every little minute detail is covered but by people whose only job is to do that. And being a Seahawks fan at the minute, you kinda of watch and read what he's he's been able to do at Alabama and like stay out of the way and still have success. Cause like you've seen the procession of OCs that teams had those Steve Sarkeesian was pretty much um untouchable and then he took him in and now he's got the head coaching job at Texas. Bill O'Brien, obviously the guy who's ruined <laughs> the Houston Texans franchise for the next decade. He's now the new Alabama OC. Just but like Saban will bring him in and then say look, I think that's why they've gone from Julio to this track team so effectively because Saban's just got the co- got the players in and then found the coaches to um, coach them up and put them in positions to like put the quarterback, Matt Jones in the position to win the last year. I just think he's, he's unbelievable. And like that, the whole, um, the process that he goes through down at Alabama is it's, it's incredible to watch for outsiders. Even just only not, if you want to watch competitive um, national
1: title games. Yeah. I mean, if, if you were a high school any offer really, that's just where you want to go, isn't it? I mean, you look at someone yeah. like Matt Jones, if he was at a different college, you'd be talking about him as like a round four, round five type of player. Yeah. Instead, there's a good, that's going to go in the first round. <laughs> and there's this, this this carousel of wide receivers. it's just, it's now going to be sort of an ongoing process. You don't see that change because of the way that, that it's been built now. Um, and yeah. It's like you say, it's almost not fair. <laughs> um, to, to watch just because it's, it, it's they're like in a different league, aren't they? To every other, yeah. to every other team in yeah. in college football, really. I mean, that LSU team obviously was just, it was just a freak, wasn't it? It just a complete freak in terms of the amount of talent that they had in that team. But the, there's no, there's never a drop off with with Alabama. Just people yeah. go, and then just someone else steps up, and then just keeps on rolling. I mean, yeah, a couple of years ago when you know Jalen Hurts. Was starting and then they just dropped in Tua and then Tua did what he did. He comes out, Matt Jones comes in, throws 50 touchdowns, and it just it just rolls and rolls and rolls.
0: Yeah, roll tide. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it, yeah it's because like they're recruiting from the same pool as the Clemson's, as the Auburn's. They're just the only the only thing against Alabama, I think, and it seems to have kind of fell away a little bit in recent years is how um how much gas is left in the tank of players when they get to the league because they there was a, a good few years run where the players were really struggling after third or fourth year just because they were just completely knackered. But that that seems to that even that seems to have been altered by Saber and he just seems to get more new people in and just fix that. And now you have got just the players dominated at the next level. I mean look at Derek Henry. Derek Henry's getting better every year he's in the league before that, it was the other way around. Um, yeah, they're just, it's unbelievable. They get, they're probably going to win the title next year, even though I'm not too sure who their quarterback is. We probably should know that being a college football show. Uh, pub. But never mind, uh, other draft stuff, the brilliant Dane Brugler on uh, the Athletic release, his second mark of the season as a two-rounder. Uh, obviously, it was, it was just, for me, it was good to see, I have to scroll down all the way to 56 and see the Seahawks' first pick. And ob- obviously, it was an offensive guard, but your guy the guy he gave to you at 11 or 12 was um, Florida tight end wide receiver
1: Kyle Pitts for your boys Ben yeah as discussed I don't like it don't mind please no um, I just think we are going to need a tight end but we need a blocking tight end as well because the way that the, the franchise was trying to go to the to the Seahawks actually is they love running the ball um, that's and Eng- Engram's got better at it, but he's not a pass block. He's just, he's not a tight end that can block. He's not a tight end that can catch, really. I'll, I'll, do you know what? The way I speak, I do actually like him, but I'm still hurt the drop against the Eagles, and that I'm not completely over it. I'm also sick of, yeah, but next year, I know for a fact he's <laughs> going to go somewhere else. I've just gone into a monologue. He goes somewhere else and they put up about 1,200 yards and score 37 touchdowns. No tight end, please. As I said, aside from that, I'd literally pick any any position. I wouldn't it, I wouldn't be stunned if they pick a a cornerback there. Uh, someone's partner Bradbury on the other side. If they pick a if they pick a lineman, your right tackle. So is there I think anyone? The guards you, are probably the guards. Is
0: there anyone you're banging the table for? Like names you you've watched? and go yeah. Can we have him please?
1: Yeah, I love Rashawn Slater at at Northwestern. I think he's. Absolutely quality. Um, is, is numbers are unbelievable as well, and it's just—I I, I think that would be a, like a home run pick. Whether they go for another tackle in the first round after picking Andrew Thomas last year remains to be seen. Yeah, I, I like Patrick Zatan if they go if they go cornerback. I think that would be the most surprising. But if they go cornerback, but it, it's a need on yeah. this team. Um, I, I think I think you're probably looking at an offensive player, and I think you're probably looking at a wide receiver.
0: Yeah, that'd be fun. At least it'll be some fun. At least you're not going to wait till 56 and take a, a left guard from a Division three school like <laughs> the seals are probably going to do. Um, yeah, that's, that was fun. Hopefully, people listening and uh, the few guys who are watching us record this enjoyed it. If you want sent to focus on anyone or anything, just get in touch. With myself, at Stu underscore Court on Twitter. And Ben, where
1: can people catch you? At Ben Husband. Very uh, predictable and ball yeah. <laughs> uh, That's That's very apt for
0: running the ball, uh, as both both our teams seem to want to do in 2021. But we appreciate you listening. I appreciate you sign up for the Patreon. If you listen to the quick, uh, this on the free uh version of it if you want to sign up to the patreon and get this early get all our podcasts earlier and be able to watch us uh waffle on on zoom and youtube then it's patreon.com forward slash the pedestrian podcast and yeah until next time enjoy the days off enjoy watching all the chaos which is it's, it's gonna be another weird weekend when just see Thank you letters from 18, year olds, probably making decisions they shouldn't be making, which is just another layer to the weirdness of college football. But yeah, until next time, this has been the Ped Pod CFB show.